The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather round the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk about everything barbecue and a whole lot of other topics that you would talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Hello. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Not bad. Outstanding. How's my mic? Sound all right? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Good. Good. You sound fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Oh, you know what? The reason you think that is the last guy asked me to turn the headset down. Try that. Oh, there you go. That sounds a lot better. Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Much better. So. So what's going on? Nothing. How are you? Doing okay. 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 I was doing doing good, but we were supposed to get it. Well, it was was nice because I got the text this morning that says. uh, (laughs) I might be a little late. You might be a little late. So that was like, okay, no problem. No big deal. We can handle that. So, uh, what's up? Nothing. I was supposed to get a delivery today from Sears. Yeah. We took advantage of their going out of business, you know, markdown sales. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we bought a cooktop. Got a call yesterday that it was getting delivered between 2 and 4 o'clock today. So, that's why I called. I texted you this morning and said, you know, I might be a little late. Yeah. You know, hopefully I'm not, but I might. And uh, so, I took the old cooktop out, trashed it. And immediately after I got rid of it, I got a phone call saying that the delivery is not happening tomorrow. <laughs> so, and it's not happening until November 1st. So, oh, fabulous. So we're going to have a hole in the island for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, but, but the key is you're ready. We're 100% ready. You know, but the kid on the phone was not very customer service friendly yeah you were probably a little irritated i was pissed (laughs) i was freaking pissed i wanted to reach through the phone and just strangle him but he you know as i told him i had to take a day off from work which (laughs) whatever well here's the thing it's a going out of business sale he doesn't he doesn't care exactly (laughs) exactly yeah he's not too concerned about it nope so yeah so we're going to be doing a lot of crock pot um, grilling. <laughs> well, I talked to Claudia and told, told her because she's like, Oh, is Mike going to be late? Because she was up with me when I got to text this morning. Yep. She's like, I go, No, he's got bigger fish to fry now. He's not even going to have a stove. Well, he's not going to be frying any he fish. He won't be frying no, any no, fish. No, Correct. No. Correct. No. Uh, you said if you want, the house is open. Perfect. I'll give you the key. Come and cook <laughs> your stuff. We'll all you got to deal with was, was, uh, is Mac. Well, oh, that's fine. He might jump all over you. He's a baby. He's a baby. He's a piece of work. Is this a dog or a this person? This is my dog. Ah, That's a dog. Okay. Yes. He, him and Mike are best buddies. Good. Yep. American Bulldog huh. looks tough as anything, but he's afraid of his own shadow. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yep, yep. So what's on the docket today? Today, we are following up our listener questions, mm-hmm. and we are going pork tenderloin. Fantastic. Yes. Kind of like a pulled pork. I mean, um, pork chop or no? 
How would you tenderloin? Yeah, I'm just asking. Tenderloin? No, not a pork chop. Okay. The pork loin there is a tender, which will be a subcategory after this. Yep. So we have the pork tenderloin, also called the pork fillet or gentleman's cut, mm-hmm. is a is a long thin cut of pork located along the central spine portion of the so, spine. Yes, or <laughs> for layman's terms, it runs from the hip to the shoulder. The yes, case. basically, if you were to stand up the lower spine, mm-hmm. it um, it is the same place where pork chops are from, though. Yes, same general area. Same general area. Yes, but it's um, it's the most tender part of the pig. Correct, and because it's used for posture, which I found out is used for posture rather than motion. Now, I never really noticed that a pig had pretty good posture. So if a pig doesn't have a tenderloin, it's got bad posture. Apparently. (laughs) Okay. You know, I've never seen one stand up straight, but hey, stranger things have happened. Yep. You know. But yeah, so it's that small piece, averages, I don't know, About three quarters to a pound. Three quarters of a pound to a pound in size. Yep. And, you know, I've talked to people, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got the pork tenderloin, the giant... No, yeah. no, no. My wife wrong. calls it pork tube. Pork tube? What are you having for dinner tonight? We're having pork tube. Well, that's like single serving, right? It looks like a single <laughs> serving when you well, see it in the like supermarket. Me, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, because you get, you get confused a lot with the pork loin. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole tender word in the middle there throws everybody off. Right. The yeah. loin has substance The loin, yes, mm-hmm. has a little bit of health, heft, usually about... Uh, I'd say two to five pounds on average, the average uh, pork loin. Yep. Tenderloins cook really fast, too. So yes. the best way to cook would be, you know, roughly over high heat searing, um, you know, and just cook to 145. Cooks very fast. What if you don't cook, start cooking until 330? Excuse me? You said cook till 145. If you don't start cooking till 330, internal temperature. Yes, internal temperature. You're all flustered. I have to screw with you today. The stovetop thing is killing me. Mike's thinking, it doesn't matter when you start. (laughs) It's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I have to mess with you It's like the dentist joke. It's it's Uh, 2.30. Go see a dentist. Yeah. 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 So how would you... with you, how would you, you know, what would you rub a tenderloin with or marinate a tenderloin with? Oh, really? Whatever you want for taste. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do anything. I've actually tried it with, it almost comes out more of a glaze, but if you go to the stores and you find, um, like with the jellies and it spreads, the, the apple butter. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. No oh, apple butter is delicious. You know, it kind of crusts up a little bit as you're cooking it, but it has this nice glaze because pork and apple just go hand, oh, hand in hand. 100%. Right. Brady Bunch. Pork chops and, and apple sauce. Apple sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Our yep. entire listening crowd just said that. <laughs> All the same thing. Yeah. Um, I've tried that before. That's fantastic. Yep. Um, you can unroll it, you know, yeah. and then you can stuff it, you know, a, just a basic, you know, turkey stuffing, um, an apple stuffing. You know, you can do that. You could do, a, um, you know, a chili powder, cumin, um, garam masala, mm. you know, something 
a little pungent yeah. to kind of bring out the flavor of the pork. Um, you know, ginger, garlic. You know what I might do? I might go back to the Cuban with the mojo, right? So mm-hmm. you get some tangerine juice, fresh lime juice, <sighs> chopped garlic, a little bit of Mexican oregano and cumin. Oh, marinate. Oh, oh delicious. Now you're talking, Ed. Yeah, we might have to put that recipe up, Absolutely. up on our page. We're putting that one yeah, up. Who wants that recipe? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, uh, then I'll serve that up with some black beans and rice. Yep. yep. Oh, if yeah. you can get fresh corn, delicious. Oh, yeah. Definitely. What is it, butter corn? No, what, what are the two types of corns? Butter, it's like butter and sugar, right? Butter corn. The, the sugar kind corn. of yellow yep. and white kernels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What I've also used is years. No, you didn't. What? <laughs> oh, I didn't. Oh, you're going to give it right back to me? Okay. Okay. Um, my great grandmother mm-hmm. was right off the boat from Calabria. And the, she would make salad all the time. Hold on, Calabria? Yeah. Aren't you Irish? Huh? Aren't you Irish? Part of me. Okay. So, mm-hmm. all right, part of you is Italian too. Yeah. Okay. What, Keep going. Well, Keep well, going. Well, <laughs> Mike, there's a lot to them. There's parts of everything. Yeah, there's squats, yeah. you know, like this, a whole country. This Swedish right <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, I, I just remember as a kid, every time we'd, ha- we'd eat over her house, there would be salad and the salad dressing. And I could never find the salad dressing anywhere. And I'd always say to my mother, Wait, where's it? She goes, Really? She goes, It's not in the store. It was just shrimp, straight apple cider vinegar. And oil, kick it with a little Italian season. That was it. Mm-hmm. Throw that in for a nice marinade. You know, the vinegar breaks it down, it penetrates a little bit, and you have this little tang to it. Fantastic. How would you do it? And it was probably in the same Italian dressing jar that every single person had growing up. Oh, yeah. You know, when you had the homemade Italian dressing. Yeah, it, it looked like the smaller, uh, smaller version of the... Um, the wine decanter. Yeah. You know, the little bulb, bulbous on the bottom. Yep. and whoop, whoop. Yep, exactly. Yep. Because that's what that tall pot's called is a whoop. A whoop. <laughs> yeah. How so, would you do it? Do what? The marinade? Pork tenderloin? Yeah, how would you prepare it? Uh, truthfully, I would probably... I'd rub it with a, a salt, pepper, cinnamon, um, little cumin, garlic, Dark chili powder um, and a little um, granulated garlic powder. If I was to, you know, put a quick rub together, um, that's what I would do. Maybe a little brown sugar, you know, get that all mixed up, put that on it, um, throw it on the grill, you know, sear it up quick. And then, you know, like you said, maybe an apple butter barbecue sauce um, or an apple based, you know, type of barbecue sauce. Um, But I mean, I also love, you know, unwinding it or you know cutting it flattening it out and then throwing you know your your um stuffing in there you know old old bread get it you know throw it in the pot um put a little chicken stock in there mix it around i would do, even do like fresh apples um you know quick spice throw it in there mix it in tie it up and then you know throw it in the grill i mean i just i'd like that it's hearty you know and then maybe a homemade um you know applesauce but I really don't like applesauce, so. Not even with pork chops. No, I don't. It's it's an apple thing. I don't eat apples, but I'll eat apples in like a, you know, I'll eat apples mixed with stuff. Like if it's made into a pie. 
I don't eat apple pie. Wow. What? Yeah, I don't eat apple pie. He's un-American. Are you communist? No, nope. I'll eat it if it's in like you know if it's in a pork chop or if it's in something part of my meal. But I don't do apple pie. I don't do apple cobbler. I don't do apples. Applesauce. I'm not a fall fruit guy. Yep. I guess. Yep. Yep. That's oh, me. Wow. I'm speechless. Yeah. 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 I'm speechless. Yeah, that's here. rare. Yep. Very rare. Yep. No apples a day okay. keeps so, the doctor away from me. All right. So I, I get concerned with the pork tenderloin. It doesn't have much fat. Correct. So, I mean, could I wrap it up in bacon? Could you could 100% anything? wrap it up in bacon. Yeah. A lot of people do, um, you know, which which sears and keeps the juices in there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people do that that twine, uh, the braided, Yep. you know, bacon, oh, yeah. which presentation-wise looks really nice. Yeah. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you always you also have the pork tenderloin sandwich. Yes. Or called the tenderloin sandwich. Or I mean, could it be so coming into Oktoberfest? Yeah. Could it be called a schnitzel? Well, no, now funny you say that. All right. Because the pork tenderloin sandwich is very um Stop looking at me like that. You're <laughs> screwing me all up. It's very similar to the Wiener Schnitzel. Okay. Um, but the pork tenderloin sandwich is just a breaded fried cutlet, very popular in the Midwest, mm-hmm. especially in Indiana. Yep. You know, the sandwich can be traced back to Nick's Kitchen Restaurant in Huntington, Indiana, which is just outside of Fort Wayne. In, um aha. Uh-huh. You already want a beer. Go ahead. Ed. Settle down. Settle down. (laughs) Yeah, just outside of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And all that is is they take the tenderloin and um, slice it and then beat the hell out of it with a meat hammer, meat mallet. Right. So it's very thin cutlet. Very thin cutlet. This is the sandwich, if you've ever seen it, it's... It's much bigger than the bread. It is, yes. You You get the roll. You might have an eight-inch piece of cutlet. And a hamburger bun. Correct. In the middle. Correct. Of it. That's the now, tenderloin now sandwich. Is, is this a breaded or a battered product? It is normally it's um, battered. Yeah. So and milk and flour, deep fry, deep fry it. Mm, nice. So you dry, you wet, you dry, you wet. Yeah. Throw it in the deep fryer. Throw it in the deep fryer. Yep. Then, you know, typically mayonnaise, lettuce, pickles, tomato, and away you go. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or even like, you know, an Alabama white sauce, maybe. Yes. Alabama white sauce, which which is a you know, mayonnaise base, you know, white barbecue sauce, usually mayonnaise, um, apple cider vinegar, lemon juice. Um, I have salt the recipe garlic. if you want. Oh, you have the recipe. I do have the recipe. All right, if, if I can just have a moment. But I will, I will say, um, the pork tenderloin sandwich is phenomenal. It's almost up there with the roast beef sandwich, if you believe me. You know, um, it's just it's. It's comfort food at its best. Yes. You know, my, I grew up, my mom made chicken cutlets. My nana made chicken cutlets. And, you know, so it kind of brings you back to that era. Yeah. Um, but it's just, a, it's a down-home comfort food. And, you know, Smokey D's in Iowa, um, they make a phenomenal pork tenderloin sandwich. And again, you know, your big tenderloin, your small piece of bun. And I don't know. I wonder if that would fly around here. Work with me. You know what I'm thinking? Why not a side of fried pickles with that? that oh, oh, that would be fantastic. Now you're talking it. Yep. Yep. I love fried pickles. I do too. And it's weird. It, um, I don't know. Were you there when 
So we went to a we went to um, the local establishment uh, a couple weeks ago, and we had pickle fries. Huh. So like spear pickles. Yeah, but huh. but they were actually cut into like fry. Yeah. You know d- diameters or lengths. Right. And they were fantastic. You know, and it's just a, another way of doing fried pickles. Never even would have thought of that. I've I've always had the pickle chips. Yeah. Everyone you know, does the fried pickle chips. I um, kind of like that, like yeah. a zucchini stick. Kind yes, of a exactly. Shape, but it's a pickle. Yeah, it's probably better than a zucchini. Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah, oh, I love fried pickles. Mm-hmm. The first time it's like fried pickles. All right, I'll give me a shot. Every time we go out somewhere and they have it on the menu, it's it's a must order. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yep, they're fantastic. So that's pretty much the pork tenderloin, really. There's not a whole hell of a lot to no, it. It's a small piece of meat. That's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> not great much piece to say on it. Yes. <laughs> now, now the beauty of it is it, it cooks really quick, right? Yes, correct. I mean, you pop it in the oven in what twenty minutes, depending on temperature. It's yeah. done. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't take long at all. And I think you know uh, we probably want to dwell a little bit on the internal temperature because so many people overcook pork, mm-hmm. right? Because they're afraid of the pink. Yes. yes, and you know, especially for something like a tenderloin, it's going to dry out in a heartbeat mm-hmm. if you overcook it. And pork can be pink now. I mean, yeah. you know, the whole yeah, myth. it kind of goes back to the old days of less sanitary conditions and cook it till it's gray. Well, they were they <laughs> yeah. were up in the you know one sixty five, one seventy is what they used to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One forty five. Um, you know, use your meat probe um, again. Use your eyes. And you want it to be a little pink. You know, you want it to have juice. You want it to be, you know, um, juicy, moist. I don't like that word, but whatever. <laughs> um, and you, and another thing, you know, just like meat or any type of meat, let it sit out for 30 minutes before you put on the grill. You know, throw your spices on it, throw whatever. Let it sit, let the spices, um, let the meat absorb the, the spices on the marinade. Then put it on, you know, whatever cooking apparatus you're going to use, and that will, you know, enhance the flavor. Yeah. And listen, 30 minutes is no problem. Even an hour is, you know, people tend to freak out, but it's going to take quite a while for a, a substantial piece of meat to even get to room temperature, never mind yeah, correct. becoming a problem. Yep. And then you're going to turn right around and cook it. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. So, I mean, I mean, you know, like like Ed was saying, when we go, when we go to some of the barbecue events, you know they're doing, um, like the pig cutting classes. You have a you have a half a pig that's on a table. He's going to be there for two or three hours. Right, and it's not a problem. And the meat's not going to waste. You're eating it after you know right. at some point. <laughs> so, you know, as long as you're cooking it, then you know meat can sit out, and that's it. That's it. I can tell I'm saying you know a lot, and it's driving me absolutely insane. Yeah, he wants to start this new game, Ed. We're going to do a drinking game. Every time I say you know, do a shot or take a drink, (laughs) and I guarantee you'll be messed up because I have to stop doing that. (laughs) Well, why do we have to? You take a drink. I should. I should. That'll be the next show. That'll be the next show? Yep. Every time I say it, boom, I'll bring some alcohol. I like it. You know. I mean... (laughs) Uh, somebody's going to have to drive you home, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but it might be a might be one of our best shows. <laughs> <Could> be. <laughs> All right, which now brings us to the pork loin, mm-hmm. which is typically that if you're at the um, grocery store, butcher shop, it's that long cylinder-like 
piece of pork, usually around anywhere from two to five pounds on average. Um, it is it is a cut of meat from along the dorsal side of the rib cage, so just underneath every everything inside. So if you're looking at the pig, just like really inside the rib cage. Yes. 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 And they tend to leave more of a fat cap on. That. Yes. Yes. You're going to have the fat cap on that. And well, this not is not more of one that the tenderloin has none. Yes. And this is normally where you get your pork chops yeah. or pork steaks. The boneless pork you, chops. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get that out of the, out of that cut. Mm-hmm. And and I would keep whatever fat's on it. I'd keep it on it. I wouldn't trim it. Um, you know, cook it as is. You know, fats yeah. flavor. You, you don't have to eat it, but you'd be a fool not to. Oh, yes. Exactly. Because there's only going to be about, on average, probably a quarter of inch of a fat cap, yep. if that. Mm-hmm. And that's going to render down after a while and cooking it. Yes. Um, then I also saw, and I was going to bring this one up to you, it can also be cured to make back bacon. Okay. Which is, they said, is basically Canadian bacon, which threw me off because isn't Canadian bacon basically just a like a ham steak? Canadian bacon is round. Yeah. Um, a ham steak is thick. I mean, it, it almost it looks like a ham steak. Yeah. You know, a small version of a ham steak. Um, the back bacon. But it has more of a ham flavor than it does a pork, um, which... Well, just like anything else, I mean, if you if you do a if you do a pulled pork, and if you do um, what is it? If you rub a pulled pork, um, I want to say if if you put rub on a pulled pork and you leave it too long, and then once you go to cook the pulled pork, then it's going to taste like bacon because it's going to cure with the spices on it. You know, if you leave it over, you know. 24 hours is yeah. whatever, but anything longer than that, you will start to get the bacon flavor because of the curing process has, you know, started depending on what spices you're using. That's, you know, that's my guess. But, I, yeah, babe, that's, a, that's a new one to me. I'm going to have to research. Yeah, I saw that real quick this is. morning, and I'm like, that's a little weird. So I figured I don't know if you had known any of it. No, no, I know Frank Because I've had, I've had, I've had – Canadian bacon and it didn't taste like pork at all. Mm-hmm. It was more of that ham flavor yeah. Yeah. to it. But there's nothing like real bacon. No. 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 Nothing no. at all. Canadian bacon's fake bacon. Wow. <laughs> it's a bold statement yeah, I, right I, there. I had a Canadian roommate in college and I always used to like to say to him, you know our salvation army could beat the Canadian army. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, hey, how you doing, eh? Hey. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Um what I did also find out there is no grade attached to pork. To pork, mm-hmm. it is. It's white. Yeah, it's the other white meat. The other white meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found that interesting. So what you're really looking for in trying to pick out the right tenderloin or pork loin, you want a nice light pink color. Correct. Not a not the pale, but the nice light pink. Um. Some marbling. You want, you know, little you're not bit of get marbling. a lot. You're not getting a lot because there's not a lot of whole, um, a lot of fat content. Yep. Watch out for dark spots on the, on the, you know, yeah, on the fat of of the pork tenderloin. Um, basically, you you just want to stay away from the dark spots and you know anything that's pale in color, just like anything else. You wanna 
Look for a low fat cap, which on average is going to be about a quarter of an inch. Quarter of an inch to less, yep. Then you don't want a piece with what they call the fat tail. So if you're looking as at the piece of pork as an oval, if it, if the fat cap comes a little off to one side to a point a little bit, stay away from that because that's just going to bring the price up because it's more weight to it. Well, exactly. And just like anything, I mean, even if you're buying ribs, um, you want to go towards the smaller weight for almost anything you're buying because, you know, why spend the extra money for fat? Yeah. You know, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it the right way. So, you know, get more bang for your buck and go towards the, the, the lighter weight of your proteins. And you can also do a, a touch test. So you want to turn the loin to be a little more on the firm side instead of like a mushy, mm-hmm. you know, squish to it, mm-hmm. more firm. And you're not really going to go wrong with that. No. And you want to cook it basically as soon as you buy it. Right when you buy it, you want to cook it. Or if you're not going to, yeah. then throw it in the freezer and it will last, you know, a couple months. Yeah. And, and yeah, that was pretty much it, much it on the. Yeah. So hopefully we answered your questions. Keep them coming, Rob. We appreciate it. So, well, that's it for this week. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions and comments to Podcast at gmail.com. On social media, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook at Pit Life BBQ Podcast in the group page Pit Life Barbecue. If you can't catch us live, you can find us on iTunes and other podcast carriers. If you're enjoying the show, like always, please hit subscribe, like, rate, and review. Uh, five stars would be great. Uh, share it with your friends. Keep it going. See you uh, later. My God, I just had, see to, you I later just had to get going. that in there. You need to either read that faster or shorten it. <laughs> you want to do this? Nope. <laughs> Didn't think so. So nope. sit there and. You got it. You got it. <laughs> well, hey, until next week, keep the smoke rolling. Bye, guys. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21, Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.